you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Jason, and welcome to His Hard Line. You are listening to 1% or less with him. It is Monday, March 21st, 2021. Excuse me, 2022. Wow. I don't even know what year it is. We are going to be reading out of the book of John. We got two more chapters. We have chapter 20 today and chapter 21. And then after that, we're going to be switching it up a little bit here because I feel like my week and a half of setbacks and everything that I've been dealing with has really like caused me to lose momentum. I am almost at my 200 listener mark. I have already reached 30 hours of live hours. So there's that little benchmark I hit. I just need another, I think, what is it? 32 more listeners to hit the 200 listener mark. The reason that's relevant, and I don't really get hung up on how many people are here because that's the last thing I really get hung up on. The reason I'm trying to hit that benchmark is because on the Podbean app, when you reach the 200 listener mark and you have 30 plus live hours of on-air uh, time with your podcast, you get put on a featured list. And the reason that's important is because then I can hopefully attain and get, gather more members organically without really doing a huge marketing you know, push. Um, I'm trying to do this the proper way. I'm not trying to gain listeners um, in a false sense. I want us to grow organically. I want us to grow in the accordance and the time frame that God wants it. Because again, this is God's platform. This is not mine. And so at the end of the day, my biggest mission is I want to do God's will. I want to serve him. And I feel like the uh, week and a half of setbacks that I had, like when I was having issues publishing episodes, I was having an issue there for about, it seems like 36 hours there. I was having roughly about some you know issues there. And then I was having some internet issues and then I was told I needed a new modem. So I had to take back my modem to my internet provider and in the store got a new modem, put that in. Then when I put that in, I was having connectivity issues of which I was dealing with a labyrinth of hell with automated, you know, phone systems to try to get through to a real living human being, which when I got through to that, I wasn't so sure that was a real living human being because like they weren't listening to what I was saying to them. Like they were sticking strictly on the script. I mean, listen, I will give that individual an A plus for sticking to the script, but my God, like when I'm telling you, like I just switched cell phone services and, um, you know, internet and I'm ready to cancel both. And yet you're still trying to push a free iPhone on me after I told you we switched from you know, Verizon over to this service. <laughs> you like, well, how would you like us to set you up with a promotion with a free iPhone? It's like, dude, I just told you I bought an iPhone 13 for both me and my wife <laughs> on your internet service. <laughs> and you're sitting here trying to push a free iPhone. Dude, you're not listening to me. And so anyway, where am I going at with all this? I just feel like all the setbacks I had within that week, week and a half time frame has really killed my momentum because I'm like looking at my analytics. My growth is still there, but it's not as aggressive and as strong as it was in the first uh, first four to five weeks. And so um, I, and again, maybe that could also be. 
because of me. And so I'm often trying to do a little self-reflection and trying to figure out, okay, like, what do I need to do differently for you? And then I try to take that to God. God, what do you want me to do? Because I'm here to serve you. This is your platform. I'm not trying to get notoriety. I'm not trying to gain money from this. At the end of the day, I have two goals in mind. One, I want to bring the good news so people can get closer to Christ, get Christ in their heart so they can get bridged to the God Father in heaven. That's number one. Number two, I want to expand the knowledge and, and, and the information out there about the assemblies because as far as our nation goes, we are in dire straits. And the assemblies is one of the largest and most critical pieces to getting back on track, to getting this land back to a blessed land because biggest part of having the assemblies is that we focus on putting God at the throne first. And that's most important. Just like our founding fathers when they founded this nation. They founded this nation off of you know Christian values. And that's what we intend to go back to. We've strayed so far away from that, which is one of the reasons why I do the 1% or less with him. Because 1% of our 24-hour day is a little bit less than 15 minutes. And so I don't think it's a whole lot of time to ask when it comes to dedicating it to our Lord and Savior and, and our Father in heaven. 15 minutes, that's all you need to do. It's just 15 minutes, all right? And so speaking of that 15 minutes, that's exactly what we intend on doing right now. And so we are reading out of the book of uh, John, chapter 20, and it reads, and this is the, uh, we're talking about the empty tomb now. So Jesus had already been crucified. So now we're going to go talk about the empty tomb now. And it reads, On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw that the stone was removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to get Simon Peter and to the, and to the other disciples whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciples went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciples ran faster. Then Peter and arrived at the tomb first, and he bent down and saw that the burial clothes were there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw that the burial cloths, clothes cloths were there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned home. But Mary stayed outside the tomb weeping. And as she wept, she bent over into the tomb and saw two angels in white sitting there, one at the head and one at the feet where the body of Jesus had been. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord, and I don't know where they laid him. When she had said this, they turned around it. She turned around and saw Jesus there did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? She thought it was a gardener and said to him, sir, if you carried him away, tell me where you laid him and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned around and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, Rabboni. I hope I pronounced that right. Sorry if I didn't, which means teacher. And Jesus said to her, stop holding on to me for I have not yet ascended to the father. But go to the brothers and tell them, I am going to my father and your father to my God and your God. Mary of Magdala went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord and what he told her. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were, 
for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw that the Lord and Jesus said to them, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Now Thomas called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. And bring your hand and put it into my side and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in his in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. And that concludes the reading of chapter 20 in John. And I tell you what, what a miraculous book this has been. And I'll tell you, even to watch it on Pure Flix being actually, in, you know, played out in life in a screenplay. It's just as good. I'll be honest with you. You know how they make movies out of books. I will say watching the Life of Jesus uh, season uh, and there's only eight episodes, half hour long of each, but watching it being played out, uh, being acted out, it's just as good as reading the Bible. It really is. I mean, really, word for word. And so, anyway, so that concludes the reading of chapter 20. We're going to do the last one tomorrow, which is chapter 21. And then going forward, what we're going to do is um, because, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. And I want to read scripture that kind of pertains into what we're seeing today, because as I read more, there's a lot of parallels that I am discovering in the scriptures to what we're seeing today. I mean, it's actually quite really interesting. I don't want to say scary, but it is kind of, uh, and I don't even want to say concerning, because those words would be kind of wrong. Because again, in the Bible, it says over 365 times, depending on the version of the Bible, you have fear not. But I will say it is, I guess that's the best way I could put it. It is rather interesting that when you read an old book like the Bible, just how, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Comparable, maybe, of what we're seeing in today's present day in life compared to what is written in the book. And so I have read and come across many scriptures that, oh my goodness, it would just blow your mind. Because then when you read it, you're like, wow, that almost sounds like present day today. But at the end of the day, no matter what it says in that Bible, we're supposed to do, we're called to do one thing, 
two things, actually. Love our God with all our mind, with all our heart, with all our being, with all our soul, with all our everything, right? And I'm paraphrasing here. But that's the most important thing that we're supposed to be doing. So love our God with all our might, with all our everything, right? And the second one like it is love our neighbors as if as we would love ourselves. That's all we have to do. We are called in love and to serve, not just God, but serve our brothers and sisters in Christ. And yes, I struggle with that on a daily basis. However, however, I do my best to live my best and to be the best version of myself as Matthew Kelly often promotes. It's hard. I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I am successful with it on a daily basis because I'm not. I often joke around, but at the same time behind every joke, you know, there's a little seriousness behind it. But I often joke around and say, my goodness, God, when it comes time to my judgment, I feel like God's going to sit me down and we're going to have like half of an eternity of just discussing all of the, you know, things that I shouldn't have done. Because there's that many. I've done a lot. A lot of bad things. I've gossiped a lot. I lived a promiscuous life. Did a lot of drugs. And I say a lot of drugs. Not really. Like, I wasn't like a coke and heroin addict. Like, I smoked a lot of pot. That's about it. Did a little cocaine once. Not a lot. You know, absolutely hated it. I was, I you know, I engaged in pornography a lot drank a lot. You know, I was a DJ. I lived an intentionally sinful life, literally a very intentionally sinful life, but I didn't care. I was having fun. I was living my young years. I didn't give a, you know, you know what, but the Lord touched my heart. We're on a different path. The old me died and a new me was born and literally that's exactly how I feel and I still stumble don't think for one minute because you know I gave up that old life that everything's hunky-dory and I'm good no I'll be honest with you my biggest victory kicking porn to the side that super proud of that was my biggest vice through many many years of my younger years in my 20s and younger 20s and you know, that was, that was, that was a thing that was an issue followed by drinking. Both of them gone. Not to sit here and say that I don't mind a margarita or a glass of wine, but I don't get plastered like I used to. Anyway, going a little bit long here and probably a little off topic, but what's my point? I'm human just like you. And even though I feel like a old me is gone and I have rebirthed a new me, I still have a lot of work I got to do. I need to work on patience and different virtues such as that. I need to work on giving more grace. I need to work on having a more intimate relationship with Father and talking to Him on a more personal level. Making sure I thank Him more for everything we have in our life and less 
of asking for different things in life because he's not a genie. He's given us a lot. And so it's important that we give that gratitude and that glory to God. So anyway, it's a little long. I apologize for that. Definitely a little over 1% today, but a lot of what you're hearing is just me kind of spilling out a little bit more of my thoughts. And so I promise, guys, whoever's listening to this, I will continue to polish this show. I will polish myself, the content, the delivery, the quality. I will make sure that there are no more disruptions because now I'm tethering my uh, phone's internet to the laptop and not on the home Wi-Fi because the home Wi-Fi is just spotty and I'm just not going to deal with that quality issue anymore because I want this show to be the best quality for you. Because if we're going to spread God's message and I'm going to spread, you know, messages from my own personal life that hopefully will help someone not stumble in the same areas that I stumbled in, I want to make sure that every single word is heard. So anyway, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for your grace. We ask for your forgiveness. We stumble every day. Some days worse than others. We often want to do our best to live intentionally in a sinless life. And we want to walk more with purpose for you and live and work in accordance to your will. Help us, guide us, lead us so that we may do your work for you and for Heavenly Father. And we pray for repentance in this nation, for all the atrocities that society has committed, one of them being abortion. As part of the society, I am very deeply ashamed and saddened by this atrocity. And I just pray that we will have your hand of grace in this and that you can forgive our nation because we are a nation that I do believe wants to turn back to you and put you back at the throne. And that's where you belong. I pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. That concludes 1% or less with him. I apologize for the extra four to five minutes. But these are my thoughts. And do me a favor. Please. I'm not asking for donations or money or asking you to buy a product. Just do me the simple favor. Spread the website, www.hishardline.com. On the homepage is a start listening button. and It'll take people to a media player where people can listen to the podcast repeats. If you can do that, you've done me and God a world of good and the biggest favor that you, we can ever ask. We pray all this 
Again, in your holy son's name, Jesus Christ, amen. And thank you for listening to His Hardline. This is 1% or less with Him. Have a blessed day. Say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to one percent or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.